0: We started doing that during the, uh, you know, COVID. And, uh, we actually, hey Heather. Hey. We actually, uh, I think the church was kind of shut down for about three, three to six months. Probably just three months. We were not record that long, though. Two months. Well, I I but anyway, it was kind of different. Cause we, I did uh, some recordings from our home and then sometime we were in the trailer. I think a time or two we just set up in here with nobody here and we videoed. So it was, but uh, Pastor Brian really, he kind of uh, attributes uh, our church staying together partly due to our, uh, th- this is called an ABF, a Adult Bible Fellowship. and you, know, you might call it Sunday school like I am prone to do, but Anyway, uh, we, we call it Adult Bible Fellowships because it kind of says what we're trying to do. It's it's mostly for adults. We want to teach the Bible, and we also want to foster fellowship. And so, uh, anyway, I think before I record, let, let's go over just a few announcements. Uh, one announcement is uh, really good. Jim and Sherry Stilwell are not here, but... Jim had his surgery. And I was just talking to his son-in-law out here, and it sounds like, uh, his first day he was in a lot of pain, but the second day he just felt like, uh, that the the surgery corrected what was, he he just has a lot of pain. Jim is a computer programmer. You guys might know Jim. So, uh, anyway, he had his right arm done this week, uh, Thursday or Friday. And then, uh, so that was just two days ago. So anyway, but yesterday he was feeling better and just down to take an Advil. And so that's, that's a praise. Let me see if I can, uh, get my, one thing we've tried to do is, uh, Pastor Brian sends out, just announcements that he once made, and so, uh, so you, usually I send the announcements to Jim, but no, that was last, <laughs> last week. read them off my phone because Andy's got my phone. Well, I'll tell you, I may just uh, I can't tell if I'm, if I'm on the internet. here you probably know. Does that, does that look like I'm on internet? Uh, you're on the guest one right now. So, <laughs> go back to... I think I usually go to staff. <coughs> That's what I was just going to say. That's probably a lot better one,
1: because the other one's not very strong. Yeah, there you go. Know,
0: okay. Now, let's we'll see if... Uh, hey, Chuck. I might play for Aunt Betty, Well, Aunt Betty was coming and pick me up, and the
1: guy wasn't this way, and about to wipe the green until you hit her
0: in the back end and hit a car. Aunt Betty? Uh-huh. Who's that? My aunt. Oh, your aunt? Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, I don't think I know her, but yeah. We pray for her. She had a car wreck this morning? No. Yesterday. Yesterday. Wow. All right. All right. Now we're cooking with grease. So, uh... Brian says gas, he? Cooking with gas. All right. Hmm. All right. So uh welcome again. Uh I think we're online, so thank you for joining us if you're online. And uh we do have one baptism this morning. I think uh, Caleb's son Elias is getting baptized. So uh, we do that uh the second Sunday of every month. So if you know someone who Desires to be baptized. It looks like the next one's on September 10th. And, uh, Brian wants us to remember, uh, I think Belinda, you, you signed up for D2, didn't you? Yeah. It looks like it starts... This is saying October, but, uh, anyway, uh... Okay. Well, hope... Uh, I don't know if anybody else is... Going into D two, but it says on the
1: bulletin,
0: September 6th. does it? Okay. Yeah. That's it well, let's go with that then. And um, I guess I. It's okay to break the ice, but we're making D two a two year commitment now because we didn't, we weren't able to get through it all. And Pam, you can probably. It's uh, we're we're trying to slow down that. Well, I
1: hope because,
0: yeah. I think that was the feedback of almost every D2 student is there just wasn't time to... And there were people in there that
1: had taken it before.
0: Yeah, that went through it again. So, it so rather than cut out some of the material, we, we made D2 a uh, two-year class. So let us know how that goes, Belinda. Yeah, well, I'm proud of you for doing it. So that will be on Wednesday nights coming up. Uh, it looks like the Walking Tacos raised over $700 for the Dominican Republic uh, project. And uh, our team leaves on Tuesday morning, like 5 in the morning or so. And so uh, we, we can pray for them here in just a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, <laughs> No, he he doesn't have it yet, so they may they may go without him. So there's either three or four people. Um, I know the DR prayer team is meeting right after church. Uh, we're we're going to pray for the team right after church, and then uh, Brian mentions that the carpet installation is scheduled to be completed Monday. That's tomorrow, so he apologizes for inconvenience like like these books. I was just telling angie we uh I didn't know it till a day or two ago or three, but this bookcase is broken, so that's why all those books are on the table and so we'll get a new one ordered and and get that in there and then just uh please remember to greet all of our guests. we've had several guests lately and uh course read your bulletin church tonight and uh, anyway that, that's kind of all my announcements I know uh, our sister Rosie wants us to pray for Jimmy uh, he's had some health issues uh, got some infection so anyway she's pretty concerned about him so I do want to pray for him we haven't seen him for a little bit he, he finally got his hearing aids and you know he was just hard to talk to but uh, but now he can. Here, but now he's got infection. But uh, Chuck, what is your aunt's name? Betty, Betty Reynolds. Betty Reynolds. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: Dottie's saying Aunt Betty Reynolds says she's okay. Talked to her last night. Okay. I guess Dottie was more. Well, good. And Thanks, then, Dottie. Sherry asked for prayer for her mom. Yeah. First for her health and for her Aunt Lori, who lost her husband.
0: Sherry's mom and aunt. Mm-hmm. Your aunt
1: Lori. Good morning. Hey. And then Dottie also says, you know, she hurt her knee the other day and she doesn't know what she did, but she said she's having a lot of
0: pain. Yeah, okay. That was Thanks, funny. Dottie.
1: Well, it's been about a
0: week ago, she said it happened, so. Hey, Jaime, Aura. Hey. How are you guys? Yeah, yeah. Is your family still in town? No. No. Nope. They went back to Guatemala? And, um or, Oh they're down in Galveston. Okay. Okay, so they're here in the States. Uh-huh. Did you get his toy already? No, his
1: family okay. isn't in class oh. teaching. Now. Oh. Yes. So if if he wants to come back you know,
0: Pam's got a toy for him. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> send him back there. Okay. Something. I thought that would be See Little Matthew. <laughs> he knows what to do with that. All right, well, is there any other prayer requests? We've got uh, Mary as our visitor and guest. Uh You got a prayer request, Mary? I do. I have a, a back of on the 24th. On your back? Well, yeah, let, let's pray about that for Mary. And it's this week? Mary, it's this week? The 24th. Oh, the 24th. Okay. All right, well, let's, let's go to the Lord and pray. Yeah, Heather? Oh, Yeah. What's his name? Noah. Little Noah. Oh my goodness. Well, every five year old's a little sinner, so. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, this is, uh, kind of a miracle, uh, uh, Heather's daughter, uh, kind of lost custody of her child up in Montana and so she, her her grandson has been like in foster care for a year or two or three.
1: What's interesting is like Charlotte walked away from me before I entered into the journey of recovery. And Sedona and I, Sedona has now experienced what I experienced, 14 months without your child. Mm. So it's interesting how God shapes our, our mm. minds to, mm. to teach us empathy and patience yeah one another because we as many things as I've had in my lifetime experience so I could understand in a deeper way with people that I encounter and work
0: with. When, this is going to kind of break the cycle too, isn't it, Heather? Well, this, it's, this is kind
1: of a, a testimony
0: of mine that this is, this is God's greatness. Yeah. How to have a spirit to work with. Oh, yeah.
1: You know, integrity and keeping promises was never important to me. until so I got clear-minded. Mm-hmm. I had to tell this little boy, hey, Mom, I'm going to take your mommy with me. i of sick. She's sick and I need to take care of her. Is that okay with you? And as oh. I told him, look in his eyes and told him, I'll come back for you. I really didn't know if I really could. Yeah,
0: so yeah. This, this really is, is Sedona with you? Is, is She's the, not her own place. But the child will be with you or with her? With her. Okay, yeah. okay. All right, well let's pray for that situation and uh we'll get started this morning. Let's bow our heads. Heavenly Father, <clears throat> we do thank you for this church. Thank you for this uh time we dedicate to uh to teaching your word and Lord I do want to lift up our Dominican Republic trip. It's seems to be kinda uh just bombarded with uh troubles and difficulties and uh with with me getting hurt and just different things and uh but Lord uh believe it's your good and acceptable and perfect will that uh, our our group takes off Tuesday morning I pray Lord if Pat can get his uh passport by then I pray that uh, he will pray just you'll remove any hindrances there that uh, might be keeping that from happening and uh Lord pray for uh, Jimmy Griffith as uh he's got some infection in his lungs we think I pray it just doesn't uh, uh <clears throat> Just uh, take his life, or just uh, pray for Rosie as she cares for him. Just uh, help help the Griffiths. We do pray for uh, Chuck's aunt uh, Betty, and uh, she can get her car fixed. And just thankful that uh, she wasn't uh, hurt too badly. And so just thank you for uh, Chuck's sensitivity there to his aunt. And Lord for uh, Jim Stovall, this is our faithful uh, servant leader here. That he's a deacon, and uh, he's kind of down with his. Uh, corporal tunnel surgery. Lord, I pray you'll bring him back uh, speedily and just to help him to uh, recover completely and not be in pain. And Lord, for Sherry's uh, mom and her aunt, I know her mom's just uh, been uh, really sick for several months. And so Lord, just pray for a, kind of a breakthrough with uh, her mom and not sure what's going on with her aunt, Lord, but Sherry's concerned. So we lift that up to you, Father, <clears throat> and intercede on her behalf. And and Lord, uh, Dottie, she uh, not sure what she did to her knee, but she's not able to be with us uh, this morning. So just lift up Dottie and just thank you for her uh, steadfastness to tune in online and uh, want to hear and know you better. And Lord, for uh, Mary's upcoming back uh, elation or what she called it, but on the 24th, Lord, I pray that'll be successful and just eliminate uh, some pain that she's having. And Father, uh, just thank you so much for letting uh, Heather and Sedona get uh, this little uh, boy Noah back with their family and mama and pray there'll be no hindrances hindrances with uh, the caseworker. So Lord, we just lift up that uh, flight this week and help it to get here safely and uh, for Heather and Sedona and the other family just to love that little boy and uh, help him to uh, come to know you as a personal Savior. And, so we dedicate this time to you as we finish up Job chapter 38. And uh, we love you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, uh, I think everybody may have gotten a handout, but I gave you a quote there. We know that we're in Job 38, and this is the longest section of the book of Job, or anywhere in the Bible, where God is actually the speaker. So God is speaking in these five chapters, thirty-eight through forty-two, and uh, in this in this chapter alone, there's uh, between thirty-five and forty questions. So uh, early on in the chapter, uh, God told Job to gird up gird up his loins. Let's let's look at Job thirty-eight here. <clears throat> So, so yeah, yeah, that's our translation, isn't it? Man up, that's good. So yeah, in verse three of thirty-eight, it says, "Gird up thy loins like a man, for I will demand of thee and answer thou me." So you you might think God would be, you know, sympathetic or uh, have empathy for Job in his situation of losing his family, his possessions, his cattle. Uh, <clears throat> His uh, children, uh, and yet, um, you know Job's three friends come to him, and I really think his three friends have almost caused him to suffer more than the loss that he had already suffered. But uh, I, I really like this quote by Jeff Adams that I gave you here uh, in his book on the Book of Job. He says, "I gave you a, a top of your handout. we don't need more information about God. we need god and i I really like that because we i know i i, get, I tend to get uh, caught up in the knowledge and knowing more and I think that that's my story historically, you know I was a pretty religious person before I was saved, and I felt like I knew a lot about the Bible i mean I went to Sunday school, I knew all the stories." And, but you can know a lot about God without knowing God, can't you? And you can know a lot about the Bible without knowing the Bible. And so hopefully we don't lose sight of that as we get into some of this. <coughs> but uh, we said last week, and I'll draw it back up here, <coughs> we put uh, the earth, we put the earth kind of down here. And we looked at two different references in the Bible where it, it says that uh, there's water above the heavens. And that's a pretty wild thought. We, we said that uh, around the earth is, is our atmosphere and i think it's between 6 and 20 miles thick this atmosphere and uh oftentimes the bible calls that uh it calls it heaven and we we're going to call it the first heaven <clears throat> but it talks about the heaven where the birds fly and uh <clears throat> and then uh genesis 1 talked about this this uh this firmament it called it a firmament and it, he says that the Bible calls it heaven. Firm, uh, meant. And it, it was uh, really the second heaven. And the reason I'm bringing this up is, is cause where we pick up at today. But then there, there's a third heaven and, and, and the Bible actually says the third heaven. In fact, let, let's take a minute and look at that where it says that cause I, I want you to see this. From, uh, second, second Corinthians. So hold your place in Job and look at second Corinthians. It might do us good. You know, we have, uh, guests and people that maybe haven't been with us for a while. Hey, uh, you'll never guess what I found yesterday. I was cleaning some in my office. Um, I've got several of these, but this is like, uh, so if anybody wants one of our I've got like three of them. I don't know how many I can give out, but does anybody want, uh, this to put their, their uh, papers with? I know you guys keep yours. Do you want one? Since I'm behind. <laughs> well, and that's the first several chapters. Wait a minute. It, is there several papers in there? There's only one. There's only one. Okay, so I, I've got three more. Does anybody? Oh, it's just the cover sheet. I guess I got five. Okay, so it's a play. Do you guys want one? Sure. Uh, I got another Do you guys want one, Gary? Or uh, su- no. no? But you can. You guys can have two. For one for Jaime. Do you want another one, Gary? And uh and give one to Lori. You can just open it. Put that. It's just a place for you to keep your notes. I I can print them for you if if anybody wants some. Okay, yeah, I can print in my notes i'll try to, I'll try to have a few copies toward the end of our time but uh but yeah, let's look at uh second Corinthians now I think it's chapter nine, maybe it's chapter twelve chapter twelve <clears throat> now uh most people believe uh there's a place in the book of Acts, in Acts 14, is where Paul was stoned and left for dead outside the city. And, uh, some of his, some of the Lord's disciples gathered around him and prayed for him. And he, he, uh, he revived. We, we don't know if he really died or if he was just unconscious. But look at 2 Corinthians 12. And let's just start in verse 1, 2 Corinthians 12, 1. It is not expedient for me, doubtless to glory. I will come to visions and revelations of the Lord. I knew a man in Christ above 14 years ago. And then he says, rather in the body I cannot tell, or rather out of the body I cannot tell, God knoweth. Such an one caught up to the third heaven. Does everybody see that? And uh, he gives it another name here. <clears throat> he says, And I knew such a man, whether in the body or out of the body, I cannot tell. God knoweth how that he was caught up into paradise. So he, he also calls this paradise. That's not right, is it yeah, I always guess wrong, and uh so people believe that uh that this is maybe paul we we think Paul is talking in third person because he's being careful not to glory, but basically he's saying, you know I had this out of body experience, I actually went to the third heaven the the abode of God, and he says that uh and heard unspeakable words which is not lawful for a man to utter, of such an one will I glory, yet of myself I will not glory, but in mine infirmities. And so I'll just kind of stop there, but so yeah, we we think that uh Paul was stoned down here uh you know outside of Jerusalem or in the Middle East, and uh that he In his spirit, he was caught up and he heard some unspeakable things. And what what we, uh, what we, uh, what we were saying last week is that there's, there's some water up there. And while we're in the New Testament, go, go to the book of Revelation for a minute. Go to Revelation 4. And so these, uh, we're only, we only got 11 or 12 verses to go over today. So I, I want to, uh, I don't, I don't mind taking a little time, uh, hopefully this is, uh, encouraging. I, I think it's really kind of blows your mind if, if you maybe haven't heard this before. But Emma, let's start with you. Would you, you, would you read, uh, Revelation 4 and verse 6 for us? So that, uh, Revelation 4 and 5, uh, talk about some of the things in heaven. And, uh, the thing it described there, there's a throne, and, and so round about the throne are these, these, uh, what does it say, spirits, uh, these, these four beasts. Uh, at the end of verse 5 it says there's seven spirits there so that it sees uh so so there's some kind of there's fire there's these seven spirits of fire these beasts around the throne and uh so what what John is saying he said he saw a, a sea of glass is that what it says uh verse 6 uh yeah, a sea of glass likened to crystal. And, uh, uh, you can leave there and go to Revelation 22. It says something really similar. Revelation 22 and verse 1, uh, Pam, if, if you want to read that. 22.1. right and uh and it goes on to so there, there's like a, a river there's a river of water and it so the, so this is we're getting a description of heaven and and so here's what here's what i think is and and, and you could look this up but uh, in outer space is pretty much a uh, a perfect vacuum and it's also uh, absolute zero temperature. So, 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 what, what, when when John sees this crystal sea, we think he's able to see like the bottom of this. It's just you know, it's like this pulpit here is just like it's clear and it's smooth and it's like a sea of glass that, that John sees, and he can see through it. And there's there's a a throne there. We think it's the the third heaven where Paul ascended into and heard these unspeakable things. So, so with that backdrop, let, let's now look at Job. Let, let's go to Job 38 because I want you to see this. Hey, Pat. Morning, brother. Your sister saved you a place. I don't know if everybody knew that, but Lori is Pat's sister. So they are brother and sister and... Uh, Lori's been coming, we're glad you and your husband's here. Is he coming today, Steve? No, he's on the fishing tournament. Oh, wow, okay. But, uh, anyway, um, and, uh, their, their mom's a, a member here. Isn't she just getting ready to have a birthday or? In October, she be 95. 95, wow. So, yeah, me and Pat talk about something, my dad's 87, so we're both thinking, man, I don't, I don't know if we're gonna live that long. (laughs) uh, Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, we love their mom Abby too. So uh all right, uh Job thirty-eight. And we we ended at verse thirty last week. So Heather, would you read uh thirty eight thirty? Alright, so th- this is kind of a verse, the face of the deep is frozen, and, and, uh, and you'll see in the very next verse it says, Canst thou bind the sweet influence of Pleiades or loose the bands of Orion? So it's talking about outer space here, these, the constellation Orion and this uh, cluster of stars, Pleiades. And verse 32, canst thou bring forth Maseroth in his season? Or canst thou guide Arcturus with his sons? So, we're talking about heaven. So, I, I gave you the reference from uh, Psalms uh, 42.7 there, where deep calleth to deep. So, sometimes we, we say, you know, people are deep sea fishing, or we call the ocean, the uh the bodies of water on planet earth we we call them uh the deep <clears throat> and uh there there's a new movie out we we just seen it last night it's, it's called uh, Meg 2 the uh, what's what's uh, the, the big jaws uh yeah it's called the trench but anyway it it talks about them going deep uh you know like 6 or 8 miles below the surface of the earth and uh Anyway, uh, so not only are there frozen waters deep here, but, uh, and, and think about this for a little bit. I mean, when I grew up going to church, we never talked about this, like there being waters above the heavens. But when I got saved and started seeing some of this, uh, somebody pointed out, you know, when we send a rocket into outer space, we call it a space ship. Like in the waters, and, uh, we, we call the people that go up there astronauts, not like a nautical term. And so it's really wild to think about, almost unbeknownst to us, we kind of know that there's waters out there, uh, by just going in spaceships with astronauts, and so there's kind of maritime, maritime, uh, words that we use. And so anyway uh the Bible here says that the face of the deep is frozen and so we think when God cast out the devil and his angels that uh maybe he he quarantined them to earth and outer space uh, this is where uh you know the 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 sun and the moon the sun and the moon are And, uh, and the stars, and so anyway, there's, I'm getting tangled up here. But, uh, anyway, is there any, any thoughts about that? We're going to talk about this Pleiades and, uh, Orion for a minute, but I wanted you to see that, uh, you know, th- there's, there's certainly, uh, the verse before it talks about a hoarfrost being uh, white and, and, and some ice and snow here. But but then it says the face of the deep is frozen. And so I think that could be the crystal sea that John talks about. So anyway, it's a little bit of speculation, but it's kind of cool to think about, isn't it? It's kind of uh, neat, neat to consider. Uh, so if you want to look at your handout, I gave you a verse from Amos. Uh verse thirty one talks about Pleiades and Orion under letter B, and I gave you the verse that says, Seek him that maketh the seven stars and Orion. So this Pleiades is seven stars. It says And turneth the shadow of death into the morning and maketh the dark with night uh, maketh the day dark with night. That calleth for the waters of the sea, there's waters again, and poureth them out upon the face of the earth. The Lord is his name that strengtheneth the spoiled against the strong so that the spoiled come, shall come against the fortress. And that's out of Amos. Now, um, <clears throat> do do you remember, do you remember in uh, Revelation 1 uh, I think it's verse 21. It says that the, the seven stars are the seven angels of the church. And so it's, it's speculated here that these seven stars of Pleiades could be the seven stars in uh, Revelation. Let's see. I, I've got a couple of... uh Let's see if I can pull this up. So now now we're kind of Can you guys see that at all back there maybe? A little bit. And uh I don't know if you guys did this as a kid. We we did. We did some up on the farm but you know in the, in the daytime if you're outside you maybe look up and you say, "Wow, that that cloud kind of looks like a Ford Mustang or that cloud looks like you know, we we say things look like something in the sky. Well, they kind of did that with the stars in, in old times, and I'm going to see if if I've got uh, yeah. So, so somebody saw these this star configuration, and they said, well, that kind of looks like a shield, and it looks like a guy holding up a sword. And so they call that Orion and uh that that's the same as that's the same as this. So um, Orion was called the mighty hunter. So you can kind of see how they made a man out of these stars and, and but this Pleiades is this uh it's a little cluster of seven stars and uh, let's see if we can see if you can name the the books of the New Testament. We got uh, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Acts and Romans. R- Romans, the church at Rome. What is it then? First Corinthians, Second Corinthians, Galatian, Galatia with the churches at Galatia, Ephesians, the church at Ephesus, Ephesians, Philippians, uh, the church at uh, Philippi, uh, was it Colossians? And then, uh, 1st and 2nd Thessalonians, and 1st 2nd Timothy, uh, well, 1st 2nd Timothy, Titus, Philemon, Hebrews, James, 1st John, 2nd John, 3rd John, Jude, Revelation. But there's seven churches in the New Testament. That's, so, like, Titus, Philemon, th- those were, uh, we call those, uh, Pastoral epistles, like they were written to pastors of churches. But there were seven churches. So there's seven churches in, in, uh, Revelation, and there's seven churches in the New Testament. And, uh, just, you know, by chance, there's, there's seven stars of Pleiades. And, uh, right here, in our Old Testament, in Job, in verse 31, it says that there's some sweet influences of Pleiades. And I don't know all that that means, but, uh, you know, the New Testament does say that we are to be a sweet savor to the Lord. We're, we're, uh, we're to have, uh, uh, you know, sweet words that are fitly spoken. And, uh, anyway, so we should influence. We should, we should lead others to Christ, right? We should attract people. We should want people to know the Lord and, uh, learn His Word. And He, Christ even says, learn of me. Uh, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And so that, that's a little bit about... Uh, but if you look at your handout now, I gave, I gave you some blanks. And in the Bible, who is the mighty hunter? Who is the mighty man? That the Bible actually says he was a mighty hunter. Who is that? It's Nimrod. So so there's some doc, he, he he's one of the first types of the antichrist in our bibles. I think there's I think there's 18 types of the antichrist or 666 and uh Orion here he was a giant and uh it says that he's got bands like he's bound and so this could be speaking about uh, the giants of Gen- uh, Genesis six. Uh, so uh, that reminds me of, of the New the New York Giants, the football team. But um, I was going to tease you that uh, I, I was hoping Jim would be here today. Uh, Jim hates football. He hates. Almost all sports. And, but today, today is uh, the Chiefs season opener. Yeah, and so uh, I was going to tease him that his favorite time of the year is coming, but <laughs> he, I mean, he hates it. So I mean, he couldn't name one football player. I don't think. Maybe Mahomes. <laughs> Maybe not even for sure. But uh, anyway, so today is the Chiefs opener at, at uh, noon. I think. So anyway, those are your first two blanks. So Orion is this uh, mighty hunter, and in the Bible we have a mighty hunter named Nimrod. Uh, he's a giant. It's one of the biggest constellations, <clears throat> and uh, the giant Orion could also picture how Satan is bound for a thousand years in uh, Revelation 20. So anyway, is some of this kind of making sense? Are you guys tracking? So hopefully, hopefully. We're all on the same page here. And so
1: the
0: second one is, is the uh, giants, yeah. Yeah, because uh, the sons of God took wives of the daughters of men and uh, their, their offspring were giants in those days. And so uh, this Orion is not only a mighty hunter, it's one of the largest constellations. So It's kind of a giant constellation and then uh, in verse 32 it talked about this mazaroth uh, in his season and octurus with his sons and uh so mazaroth we would say zodiac uh and what I, what i read was is that the he, the hebrew word actually means constellations but m- most people interpret that to mean the 12 so uh so we have 12 uh sec there there's 12 i don't know if you call them signs of, of the zodiac but there's 36 constellations so there's like three constellations within each section of the night sky and uh, anyway uh, if you just googled gospel in the stars there, there's really two or three good resources I've listened to all three of these uh, I know there's a guy named Bullinger uh, I think I've got his book it's called gospel in the stars by uh, I think it's E.W. Bullinger and then uh really a famous series is by D. James Kennedy. Uh that that's probably my favorite is D. James he's got I think he uses he's got a thirty or forty five minute sermon about each sign of the zodiac. And then uh the other one is uh Robert Breaker, and he he's kind of a disciple of uh Peter Ruckman. But uh I, I thought I would uh show you this see if I can find it. Yeah, I had it pulled up here. I don't know if you guys can see this or not. Um, If you can see my cursor, it says Orion means coming as light. That's what the name means. It says it is one of several pictures in the heavens which speak of a mighty person who has come to earth, who will triumph over the great enemy of mankind, who will take away sin and its disastrous effects, and who will bring in blessing and righteousness. So this is saying Orion could picture uh, Jesus Christ, but he gives a summary of the 12 constellations of the Zodiac. And so like, uh, Pat, can you see this where you're at? Not very good. Um, and, and this one's kind of obvious. Virgo represents the seed of the woman. And within Virgo are these three constellations. It's Comus, Centaurus, and Bootes. And uh, Bootes represents the shepherd guarding, the coming shepherd. And so anyway, this is kind of a Hebrew website here, but uh, it says Libra represents the required price, Messiah the Redeemer. And here's the three uh, constellations within that uh, sign Crux means the the mark of the cross. So I think that might be the Southern Cross. There's actually a cross in the sky. I think it's only visible during in the uh, Southern Hemisphere. And then Corona means crown, the, the crown of the Messiah. So all of these uh, Scorpio represents the mortal conflict, and there's a uh, Serpens represents the Serpent struggling with the seed of the woman. So there's all these things. Uh, can you see them, Heather, where you're at? Yes, Barely. Sagittarius, the final triumph. And uh anyway, uh there's Draco that represents Draco means dragon. The dragon being cast down, the Satan cast down in defeat. Um, there's several of these. This uh this Aquarius, uh, that I, I was born during that time of Aquarius, but it has to do with Messiah being the living water. So even that talks about, you know, water and, uh, Pisces, there's fish there and, um, anyway, there's even, uh, A band, there's, these are the three, uh, constellations within Aquarius, Aries. Anyway, uh, Taurus, that's, uh, the bull, I think, Messiah the Judge. So Orion is near, uh, Taurus. And then down here under Cancer, I think this is where, I, uh, if, if you look at your handout, this, under letter C, Octurus is another name for Ursa Major, or the Big Bear, better known as the Big Dipper. And so the sons of Octurus are supposed to be the three stars in the handle of the Big Dipper. So that, that's what the Bible says uh, about the sons of Octurus. Canst thou guide Arcturus with his sons? And uh, anyway, I don't know if we really need to go through all those, but there's just really a lot of uh, neat things there that uh, we, we can learn from, you know, considering the heavens and the stars. And uh, so the warning... So let's hold our place here in Job and look at Isaiah... Isaiah 47 because there's a a really a strong warning we, we don't we don't you know astronomy is not a bad thing but astrology is a bad thing so Isaiah Jeremiah so right good Isaiah 47 so uh you know we Edgy and I we we like to see some movie. we we hate like scary movies like the demonic things and witchcraft and uh those things are really frightening to me but Isaiah 47 and uh Belinda I'm going to let you read this would you read 47:13 of Isaiah yeah. Yeah, so, so God is warning Israel about, you know, them going into captivity and falling, and, and He's kind of challenged, like, you know, hey, you want help? Why don't you go to your astrologers and your stargazers, your monthly pronost, uh, whatever that word is, stand up, let them save thee of what I'm going to bring upon you. So, He, yeah, yeah. The work of men's hands, you know, and they, they don't hear, they don't speak, but you're trusting in them. And so God, God's saying, you know, Israel is his wife, but his wife is going a whoring after other gods. And, uh, even, uh, a place or two calls the, the Queen of Heaven. They're, they're worshiping the Queen of Heaven and they're, uh, you know, taking the host for it. So, uh, in your teaching point there uh, I just gave you the sweet influences of Pleiades means that these seven sisters picture the seven churches of Revelation 2 and 3 and also the seven churches of the New Testament and that the church should influence the world in a sweet way and also be a sweet savor unto our God. So uh I think that's the way you spell savor isn't it, honey. That's savior. That's savior. That savior? is without the
1: eyes.
0: Okay. Yeah. So, uh, you know, in, in the Bible, prayer is likened to incense, and uh, incense rises, and you'll see that even in uh, false religions, they burn incense But the Bible does say that our prayers are like incense and they, uh, you know, that, that's partly why, uh, in the tabernacle, there was an altar of incense and they would have to take fire from the sacrifice and bring in to the altar of incense and they would put the coals there and then they would put incense on it and it was right before the veil and it, it was symbolizing that uh that our prayers are being made to Jehovah God and we want him to hear and smell and would it be a sweet savor to him uh, our prayers should be like that so it's it's really really wonderful to think about and uh one thing i've asked uh I've asked Jim Stowall to do like a three-part series on the Tabernacle when we're done with Job. uh just and he's got some things even from modern Israel. The, you know they they're getting ready to build their third temple and so he's going to bring in some prophetical things. So you know, we're in Job 38 now, but you know, in a month or two we'll 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 end our series in Job and I've asked Jim to talk about the Tabernacle for 3 weeks or so. Uh, we'll see how long that goes. I wanted to let you know that. <clears throat> but, uh, Job 38 now back there and verse 34. Uh, Pat, would you read 38, 34 of Job? Yeah. Yeah, so it's a question, and he's basically saying, "Job, can you make it rain?" And of course, the answer is no. We we can't make it rain. I mean, the Indians used to do a rain dance. They 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 uh, maybe they still do. Uh, but there is an example in the Bible. of I, I put in your handout. Elijah is the exception, uh, even though God is the one that made it rain. Elijah. James five seventeen says that he prayed and it rained not for three and a half years. That's pretty wild, isn't it? And uh that's that's exactly what happens in the tribulation period. It says that uh the two witnesses that prophesy it says it doesn't rain in the days of their prophecy, which is twelve hundred and sixty days, it's three and a half years. So uh what Elijah did there in the tribu- or in his day By it not raining for three and a half years, that, that same thing happens again in the tribulation period. So, uh, but anyway, you and I can't make it rain and we really can't make it stop raining when we, you know, we can't do either. Uh, verse 35, uh, Lori. Yeah, so I gave you a blank there, uh, the, you know, within, I don't know if it was that Tesla guy that, uh, you know, did a lot of experiments with electricity and, and of course, uh, Alexander Graham Bell, uh, some people think Tesla maybe invented the phone and Bell took credit for it, but anyway, they, they were both experimenting with, uh, you know this thing of lightning you know we we can't control lightning but we do have we have been able to harness electricity in some ways and they say that even in our bodies you know uh our brains have electrical impulses that's what keeps our heart going uh and uh they say that you know like if you stub your toe from the time you hit your toe till your brain said oh i hit my toe it's traveling at the speed of light, so electricity travels at the speed of light, and so I, I just had you put electricity in your blank there, but uh, you know Mary's going to get her picture taken, so uh you guys may need to do that it's for our directory if you guys uh yeah, yeah, they're doing it at, 10. at some time, sometime, yeah, wait on your husband, yeah, but uh. Uh- went like during a storm or something in our oh oh okay, yeah, 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 people huh, no, that's good you made you made me think of a funny story uh up up on the farm I, I bet the guy's dead by now, but we had a guy that lived near us and I I think his name was actually Merlin so so we call him like Merlin the magician, you know. But he was an inventor, he was just dirt poor, lived on a dirt road, but he he built something that uh he put beside the power lines and he was able to like harvest power from the he like powered his house and power and I think the electrical company kinda came out and made him Take it down, but he was just this brilliant, but he you know he had no money, and i we I mean my dad could probably tell you more stories, but that's the thing I remember like I was just a little kid, and this like wow, this guy I don't know if he's got a water powered car or you know he's out here in the middle of nowhere, but he's a brilliant guy, and um, so we called him Merlin the magician uh so verse thirty six uh Gary or Susan, uh, let's go with Susan. Do do you read thirty-eight, thirty-six for us? Yeah. So he's asking that to Job. That's a question, and of course, Job didn't didn't do that, but uh, God does that, doesn't He? And I I gave you just a reference from First Kings three, where, where God gave uh Solomon his wisdom, but he he also does it uh through the word. It, it actually says that in uh Proverbs chapter two that God giveth wisdom and out of his mouth cometh understanding. Uh, some, something uh like that. So only only God does that, doesn't he, Susan? So that that's good. Uh, 37 Gary, do you want to do that one?
1: Who can number the clouds in wisdom? Or who can stay the water?
0: Yeah, and w- one more.
1: Uh, when the dusk wrought, 38,
0: right?
1: Yeah, thirty-eight. When the dusk and the and the cleaned, fast
0: yeah. So earlier we seen man can't make it rain, but now it says he he can't prevent. I, I put the word uh, prevent. We we can't keep it from raining either, and so it, it's talking about these clods that. Uh, it anyway, is just, uh, very, very poetic language. We, we can't count the number of the clouds. And it, it says stay the bottles of heaven. It's almost like the clouds have rain bottled up in them. And so we can't stay or we can't prevent the bottles from being emptied. If, if God thinks the ground's too hard and dusty, He caused it to rain. And then, uh, 39, uh, Jaime, can you read thirty yes. nine?
1: Well, the, with the hunt, the prey for the lion or filter, a the of the John
0: Whites. Yeah, so uh, we're kind of going into a transition. Uh, if if you've read ahead, chapter thirty nine is all about animals. There's at least fourteen animals. That uh, this next section talks about, and so Jaime read about this uh, lion hunting for the prey uh, to feed the hungry young lions th- their appetites, uh, so man cannot uh, provide food for creatures uh, that God has provided for. And uh, you know that that's what Matthew six says. he you know he says, you know, Consider the lilies of the field, how you know God clothes them better than Solomon, and consider the birds of the air, how you know He feeds them, and He's basically saying, you know, not to worry. And then, uh, Alra, do, do you want to read the uh 40 verse 40? When they coach
1: in their a in the cover to wait,
0: yeah. And so you, you think about, uh, the lions kind of crouching. They, they kind of sit down and they're, they're hiding in, in a covert. They're lying in wait. And then, uh, Angie, you want to read the last one? Who
1: provided, provided for the raven his food. When his young ones cry unto God, they wonder for lack of
0: meat. Yeah. So, uh, so lions and ravens and, uh, Uh, Do do you know what a a group of lions is called? It's a pride, yeah. And so that's kind of interesting, isn't it? You know, uh, because... You know... The devil walketh about as a roaring lion, doesn't he? Seeking whom he may devour. And pride... you know, Ezekiel 28 talks about that he, because of his beauty and his wisdom, he, he, his heart was lifted up with pride. And, uh, it's just, uh, that's just kind of amazing sometimes, uh, how, uh, words that we use, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, Ezekiel 28, uh, is where, uh, it mentions that he is lifted up uh, because of his pride. It may, let, let's all go there. Ezekiel 28. Because uh, I'm right at the end of my material. So we'll just... Huh? Ezekiel 28.17, you think? Uh, I'll read a few verses there. Because really, Ezekiel 28 and... uh we're going to read in Job 41 some things about Satan and then Isaiah 14. Those are all three Old Testament places. But uh, Here we're going to see kind of a distinction. Um, so in verse 11, uh, Ezekiel 28:11. Moreover, the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Son of man, take up a lamentation upon the king of Tyrus, And saying to him, Thus saith the Lord God, Thou sealest up the sum full of wisdom and perfect in beauty. And so it goes from this God talking to the king of Tyrus. And in verse 13 he says, Thou hast been in Eden, the garden of God. Every precious stone was thy covering, the sardis, topaz, and the diamond, the beryl, the onyx, the jasper, the sapphire, the emerald, and the carbuncle. And gold, the workmanship of thy tabrets and of thy pipes was prepared in thee in the day thou, thou wast created. So, that was fast. Did you get it already? Okay. So, this, this, uh, it's gonna say in verse 14 who we're talking to, but, uh, this was a created being that, some people want to say that Jesus and Lucifer were like spirit brothers. But uh, Jesus is eternal. He was not created. He is uh, God in the flesh. And here this creature was created. Verse 14 says, Thou art the anointed cherub that covereth, and I have set thee so. Thou wast upon the holy mountain of God. Thou hast walked up and down in the midst of the stones of fire. And In Job we've talked about uh, stones of fire a time or two. It says, uh, Thou wast perfect in thy ways from the day that thou wast created till iniquity was found in thee. By the multitude of thy merchandise, they have filled the midst of thee with violence and thou hast sinned. Therefore, I will cast thee as profane out of the mountain of God. So, uh, and I will destroy thee, O covering cherub, from the midst of the stones of fire. So, uh, uh right right now <coughs> there's so there's seven spirits around the throne but there's also four beasts um, remember there there's one like an eagle there's one uh like a man there's one like an oxen and there's uh what's the fourth one eagle. the eagle the man The ox and the lion. That's the other one. Well, uh, some people think that this anointed cherub that covereth, if you think about those, the eagle's kind of the king of the birds, and and the lion's king of the beast, and man is, you know, has dominion over all, and and the, the, uh, what's the other one? Uh, The oxen. Is kind of king of the domesticated beasts, so they they think that uh, the devil, this anointed cherub that covereth, uh, was none other than than a serpent, uh, like the king cobra. Uh, it's king of the reptile world, and so that that maybe there used to be five cherubs, and so uh, anyway, this was the anointed cherub that covered, but he was elevated because. Lucifer means light bearer, and so he he was like the king of God's creation, but he had pride in his heart, and he fell, and he uh, then appears as a serpent in the garden, uh, but he he walketh about as a roaring lion. So anyway, that's kind of all pretty wild stuff, isn't it? We're uh,
1: Uh-huh. Stones there, the topaz and the diamond and all that well it names every
0: stone that would be three rows on the high priest's garden. yes but there's a row missing ah ok I, I so yeah on the priest the, the high priest had the ephod with the breastplate and it had the four rows, four rows of three stones and uh so yeah this is uh represent so they're representing the 12 tribes of Israel and uh that's what I was going to mention I looked for this but uh I didn't find it but if you think about the 12 signs of the zodiac it kind of matches up with the 12 tribes of Israel and and uh I'm pretty sure there's a verse in Deuteronomy where that uh the like like the heavens were divided unto Israel so i i do think that there's some things about Israel with you know the the 12 tribes of Israel the 12 apostles the uh the 12 signs of the zodiac so all these are yeah the 12 stones in new jerusalem but this only mentions nine yeah so there's nine stones here you're saying and so there's three missing from this list so no i, I haven't really considered that but Uh, It is very interesting So well, Let's hold up here Look at my teaching point And I'll give you this last blank Uh, God reigns supreme over all From his creation of the heavens In outer space to, To controlling the depths of the sea To the movement and operation Of the clouds, wind and rain To the inner working of man's heart Or even animal life So God is Omniscient Omniscient Omnipotent and omnipresent, so we should trust him with our lives. So, I just had you put the word trust in the last blank. And, uh, Gary and Susan, you, you were here for kind of a wild day here, weren't you? <laughs> this is, uh, I'm glad you're here, but hope, hopefully this makes sense. And You know, we, we always want to make application, you know, uh, we don't want to just, uh, educate but I mean uh, I I you know I kind of try to sit around and, and you it'd be good to just kind of meditate on some of this wouldn't it just think think of this wonderful universe that God put us in and we're only here for a time and so we want to yield ourselves to him and our members to uh, righteousness and to give ourselves wholeheartedly to him and uh and not be like this covering cherub that was lifted because of his pride and, cause you know, knowledge puffeth up, the Bible says, and, and shoot, I didn't, I didn't start this recorder. I didn't, uh, but anyway, let, let's, uh, let's pray and let's close our time together and, and we'll just be dismissed. Uh, Lord, I do uh, thank you for this uh, group that came today and Lord, we, we are just a little bit, uh, shocked maybe, or we're a little bit filled with wonder, thinking about Mazaroth and octurus and Pleiades and Orion and uh, even this face of the deep that's frozen, and uh, Pam brought up about these stones, and they're not all 12 mentioned, and so Lord, uh, the Bible just kind of gets bigger the more we know about it, Lord, and uh, Lord, you're a, a big God, and you're able to raise Christ from the dead, and you're you're able to uh, help us in whatever uh, infirmities we have and troubles we're facing. So, Lord, uh, bless this group as we dismiss now. Pray you'll uh, just give us a blessing, have your good hand upon us as we go to our workplaces. I, I do thank you for this church, Lord. We uh, do uh, strive to serve you in these last days, and just. uh, uh Be with uh, Jim and Sherry, bring them them back safely, and uh, uh, Dottie and uh, all those watching online. So uh, we love you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen.